What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What up? And David God. What's up? Tonight's brew is from the Red Cyphers Brewery. Um, we went up there personally, and Adam went and grabbed this. The Kama Barrel-Aged Barley Wine Style Ale. 22 fluid ounces of goodness. What's the ABV on this? Was it like... I think it's like 8 or something like that. Really? Maybe. That's a little bit lower than I thought it would be for being a barley. Yeah. Well, it's a, a barley style ale. True. Not a barley wine that makes in particular, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to have a good time tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This is the One Baron Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely does. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually confirming the ABV here. Okay. I'm not 100 on that. That tastes a little bit more than eight. <laughs> Might be. be. Could be wrong. Might be time for some titty talk part no, two. No. 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 Please. No. Please. We're going to titty town. <laughs> anyway. Um. Shit. What's going on, fellas? Same old, same. Basically. Yeah. How about you? Not too bad. Yeah. Just Hanging getting, in there. Yeah, yeah. Trying. Still still congested. Just a little bit. Just slightly. Forever. That's just your life. For your I entire know. life, yeah. But this is just a little bit more than usual. I know it's just what I have to deal with. But, you know. Oh, what are you going to do? Mm. And out of shape. What's <laughs> <laughs> name this beer? Kama? This is Kama. 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 Yeah. Red Cypress Brewing. What do you think that's about? Got it. Red. It's actually 9.7. 9.7? Okay. okay. Titty talk. Titty talk. Oh, boy. Yeah. Once above eight, you know it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get right into it, fellas. Uh, last week, we went and saw John Wick, mm. Chapter 2. Mm. Yeah. Man, oh, man. It's It's been getting a lot of hype. Yeah. You know, a lot of people saying it's as good as the first... It's a good continuation of the series, so on and so forth. But we actually got to view it for our our own our own selves. Our, yeah, I was gonna say listening wow. pleasure. That was pretty, that was <laughs> pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, no, sorry. And we sorry. went and we watched oh, the movie with our own eyeballs. I know, I know, I'm rusty. I'm sorry. Long uh, long enough that I shouldn't be failing. Like, is this, this technically uh, like mini one reel in? Nah. Mm, so I feel like you're taking my job right now. Yeah. Ooh. I don't nice. like that. Do we dip into one reel in, then dip back out? It's like you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. Careful. You got your peanut butter I see in that my chocolate. I'm the Trump voter. <laughs> the Mexicans <laughs> taking his job. Taking my jobs. <laughs> Take out, takes out a red cap. Um, yeah, but uh, I think we can all safely say movie was awesome. Yes. Yes. Not except disappointing. That, except that first hour. 
<laughs> oh boy, that was tough to get. There. Oh, cause, just because a lot of setup. I was tired. It was a lot of setup. I was, yeah. yeah, that was a lot. And of setup. I could yeah. see that you were like, I was dozing off. Yeah, he was. Oh no, there was moments where he was like, you could just tell he's like, I'm not even into this. This is <laughs> taking too long to get to the action. Start shooting. Yeah, take a nap before you go watch it. Yeah, yeah. there, there that, is. It was great. Yeah. There's a lot of action in between, but a lot of setup. A it's a lot of build up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I feel, I'm okay with that because. I feel like it's a very classic action movie style. Yeah. You know, like very suspenseful. Right. You it's building up to something you know is gonna happen, mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And it, it did not fail. Right. I'm not they, saying it's bad build up. It's yeah. hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it took a while to get there, but I think it was worth yeah. it. Maybe if we were able to see it a little bit earlier, you know, a little bit more sleep. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have made a difference. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think it, it holds up to the the promise of the first one. I don't think it's quite as good as the first one, but still definitely is continuing the series in a in a cool way. Yeah, I would say a, a half a step below the first yeah, one. Yeah, but still, even so, like John Wick 1 is one of my favorite modern action yes. movies. So, yes. that being said, yeah. still awesome. Yeah. I would say John Wick 1, modern classic yeah. action movie. Yeah, I give it that. I think it, yeah, I think it, I think part of it was that it came out of kind of nowhere. Yeah, yeah no, it really did. Really good. That's yeah. what I think. That's what adds to the to its mystique. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it. and I was like, uh, eh. I think it was because around the time like Jack Reacher came out. Yeah, and was, like, another name titled movie. Yeah, true. And yeah, like, eh. and then we watched it. It's just like there was just no reference for it. I thought there was like based on like a comic book or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, nah, it's just an original movie. An original idea. It's like, what? Huh? Wait, what? No way. What's a... Uh, what was that word? Original? Original? What, that? what are those? <laughs> what are those? I don't even know how to define it myself, John yeah. Wick. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, that definitely adds to the... Because, you know, there's always that argument of, like, is is something that's classic... Does, does something that's classic have to be flawless also to be a classic? No, absolutely not. Well, that, that's the discussion that crops up a lot with, with music especially mm-hmm. like if you're going to call something a classic album does it need to be a flawless album or does it just need to be you know classic Important. in that moment like what did what what kind of impact it had when it came out was it does that make it classic yeah or is that certification because something's flawless yeah. can something be flawless but not classic ooh Right. Let's all ponder that in silence for a minute. <laughs> so that makes for good radio. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like people get caught up on the idea of something being timeless. Yeah. Because if if something ages poorly, like this happens all the time with video games, obviously. Yeah. Um, if it ages poorly, we look back at it and are like, okay, this was great for its time, but I would never go back and play X game again because it <laughs> sucks now, you right. know? So, are those things not still classic? Because now, from today's standards, they're not perfect. Right. Whereas something like, I don't know, Casablanca or something, could be seen as like still a perfect movie movie yeah. for some people. Well, and like uh, like to keep it with video games, I mean, like Super Mario World, for instance, it's mm-hmm. a classic game, and I could play that right now. Right, like, and that's it, it that on. game is aged very well yeah you know it's, they're still making games like that now yeah. you know but I don't know something like Goldeneye 
doesn't hold up as well. It but it's definitely a classic. It's definitely a classic. It does yeah. hold up. Does it? The multiplayer? Oh, mm, the controls don't game feel is good. As shit. Yeah. Just because you're bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's janky as fuck. Yeah, so. I'd like to. I'd like to play with some N sixty four controllers though, just to match the jankiness. Yeah, yeah, hurt your thumb mm-hmm. real bad. I'm fine with it. Play some Mario Party yeah. and hurt the middle of your hand from spinning that goddamn thing so much. Oh, well, that's that's because you fucking. Uh, yeah, you gotta do that. No, I use all thumbs. Put some spit on it. Yeah, no, I use I use the fingers. I like the tips uh-huh. and then. No, we're already oh. there, huh? Oh. We're already so, there. I get it. It's an analogy. Yeah, mm. Okay. Titty talk, right? <laughs> um, Would you take that, was me a, to? that was clitty talk, right? Now. Oh boy, clitty talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feminism. Mm. Mm. I saw um, a Facebook post today. This chick just posts like, I don't know. I'd have a tough time choosing, and like it was just this meme like layout of like four like really ripped dudes, and just says A, B, C, or D, and it's like, ladies, which one would you choose? And I'm like, dude, if those were like chicks in bikinis, oh yeah, and some guys like, I bang all of them. <laughs> it'd be like people would be upset at it. It wouldn't have gotten as many comments or likes oh, yeah. as it did. Yeah, must be nice, right? Anyway, well, I mean, no, nah, but you, I mean, you make a good point. Social titty talk. <laughs> Social titty talk. People don't want to, uh, you know, they don't want to acknowledge the fact that, like, you know, because you know, men have been you know on top mm-hmm. for so just long just crushing it just just <laughs> Jesus win Christ. after win after win dude uh, um <laughs> drink to that yeah mm. thank it go men go men <laughs> that you know we can't we can't possibly be the victims of any kind of social stigmas well here's the thing i think the assumption with something like that is that guys are allowed to do that and it'd be cool so that's why yeah. it's empowering for a woman to be able to well, do that. I think it was guys used to be able to do that, and it was okay. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that kind of shit no more. Right. Oh, yeah. And so it's like okay, so so are women like they've they've got their opportunity now, and they're gonna they're you know gonna uh, take the opportunity to to be misogynistic and like hey, well, you guys had hundreds of years to do this it's so, our turn now it's a real husky country yeah. woman <laughs> true I don't know hey why. you guys I, I you had more than fun. enough time that was the woman that came out of me I don't know I want to grab me some dick <laughs> but uh, <laughs> or or should we get to a point where it's like you know hey as men we fucked up mm-hmm. shouldn't have been so gross uh, let's move on I don't know I don't yeah. care either way I just wouldn't want to have to defend myself if I did post something like that. But would, knowing you, po- that would you post something like that, no, though? No. So, right. But that's just not, like, you know, but, but why our brand you? of, like, real humor. It's funny to be, like, ironic about it, yeah. but to, like, really be like, which one would you fuck, bruh? Yeah. And, be, and say it with sincerity? Mm-hmm. That would be, yeah. Sincerely, though. Mm-hmm. Who would you copulate with? Seriously, though. <laughs> Who you fucking? Who would you like a relationship with? True, true, true. So, I don't know. <laughs> Well, the blonde with the nice ass or the blonde with big tits which one would you rather have a relationship with which one is smarter I want to know about their family uh, <laughs> can we talk about what school she went to hobbies does she have pets that's really important yeah, honestly mm. I don't even need to see a picture of her you know I'm allergic to cats so it's it's really a deal breaker if they're not hypoallergenic <laughs> um Steer this back to John Wick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Toot, toot. 
who's the captain um <laughs> yeah no uh so john wick 2 basically starts off what seems like maybe a, a few weeks maybe a, a month or so uh they um keanu said it's Five days after the first one. Damn, five days, really. Yeah, it's like Damn. right after the first one. Yeah, in the opening scene, he, he gets his car back. Yeah. True, yeah, I yeah. Like, I was wondering how, how long it was between movies. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, obviously, like, super soon, yeah. like, after the first movie. If John Wick's so good at what he does, how come he's always getting beat up? I mean, he is outnumbered. He, he got hit with a car, like, three times. Yeah, right? a whole lot. Yeah. He got hit by a lot of cars. A ton of cars. Yeah. He crashed his car in the opening scene. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. Oh, we should also mention spoilers again uh, for John Wick oh, yeah, Two. True. So skip ahead to our next segment in what probably yeah. ten minutes or so. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> now we got to go another ten. Minutes. I know, right? I was about to say, Jesus, man, you like fucking set the limit on right. it. Yeah, trying to trying to help them out. Yeah, give them a little more than uh, less. Give them right. those like little Sorry, time. In codes. ten minutes, I'll be like, it wasn't really ten minutes. Go back. Yeah, go back. <laughs> go back like four minutes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this starts off shortly after John Wick one. Um, like you guys were saying, he he goes to the Russians to pick up his car. He meets up with the brother of the main Russian mobster in the first one. Yeah, uh, gets his car back, calls for peace, so things aren't up with them anymore, and uh, moves on, or so he thinks. Yeah, um, I really he, thought the movie was gonna be like the brother double crossing him again. Yeah, and I was kind of like, mm, I hope they don't do that, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm, so I'm glad that they didn't go in that direction. I thought I'm glad that they were they like, you know, they 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 finished that part. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next chapter. Like, let's yeah, do something it was, different. It was almost like the beginning of that movie was like DLC from yeah. part one. <laughs> yeah, and it's like okay, we get like the rest of the story. We can because yeah, I mean that's a that's a lingering question. I feel like it would be a plot hole in right. a way if we didn't see that tied up somehow. Right. Yeah. I, I will. I'll say this about the movie. Wait, if it's five days, he already got a new dog. Yeah, yeah he, he got, got the, at the end of the first, first one. one. That's when he patches himself up at the vet, mm-hmm. and then he sees the dog chained oh, up, and he's like, "Well, you're mine. You're dog. with me." I don't remember that part. It's like the very, very end of the movie. Huh. I always yeah. thought of like, what if that was somebody's dog and he just stole it? Yeah, I know. Oops. I thought about that too. Mm. Um, they they make very good decisions so far in these first mo- these first two movies, mm-hmm. like. Like movie wise, like smart things, you know, like like it doesn't seem illogical. The stuff that like obviously it's off the wall, like bonkers right, action, right. but the decisions that are made in the movie that like, don't seem to be like, oh, why the fuck would he do that? They're, they're logical within the world right. that they've created. Because stop that. Sorry, I appreciate that about the movie. Like I, at no point was I watching either one and going, oh, I don't know why I would do something like that. Well, especially coming off of watching Triple X. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. It's like, wow, Where this every is the decision, way. You're like, why did he do that? <laughs> this is how an action movie is supposed to be. <laughs> cool. Um, oh, man. I mean, the quality from Triple X to John Wick. I mean, goddamn. I like I like that they made uh, Ruby Rose is such a bad actress. They made her character deaf. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was going to say oh, that she man. doesn't have a line in the movie, and I feel like she's way better in this. Yes, yes. Yeah. Way better. Yep. Yeah. Way, way better. Um,. But still, even still, I'm watching this and I'm going, why did we need Ruby Rose in that role? I get the feeling they were both filmed around the same time. Yeah. And it was just, she had her hot streak and she was still in there. Yeah. I mean, I thought she did fine. I didn't think she was she a detriment a to the movie. She did a job, but I just don't I really don't understand. Yeah. They could have got a better deaf actress. And then she got her ass kicked. 
Yeah. All this buildup of yeah. her being this badass, badass yeah. silent villain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she gets stabbed with her own knife. Yeah. And fairly quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really take that much time. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, like, if she was going to have that scene, should have been somebody who, you know, had some chops. Somebody who legit could fight. Yeah. Or it would have been actually kind of cool if they actually used a deaf actress yeah. in that role. Just to be like, huh, this is something that she can still be a badass and have this disability. Right. You know, that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool to see. Why not? All right, so maybe one decision that could have made different. But I mean, we're nitpicking at this point. Yeah. It was still a good part of the movie and still worked for yeah. the movie. I feel. Um, Common is another guy. I was who, actually just going to bring him up. <laughs> I don't know how he, like, again, he does a passable job in this, and I love Common as a as an as a rapper mm-hmm. and as a person. From what I've seen, he seems like a good dude. Mm-hmm. But as an actor. I don't know how he is out auditioning any other actor. Yeah. He just is there. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He just he brings nothing to the table. Nothing. And that being said, I thought he was a pretty cool foil for John Wick in this movie. Yeah, but he could have been... It could have been, been like... You're, you're right. like Chiwetel Oyafor, however you say that yeah. guy's name. That dude's a badass. They could have yeah. been... You know, it could have been any number of guys who... Like... Honestly, now that I say that, I would have rather that guy than than Common. <laughs> Just knee jerk reaction. Well, because he he can actually fight. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually like a you know a trained martial artist. He was in Firefly and uh, that movie Red Belt about jujitsu. Oh yeah. He can actually fight. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's shown his chops a few times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would have been a good choice too. But again, I feel Nitpicky, like yeah. given the pieces that they had to play with, they did a good job. Yeah. For, for what they had. Yeah. I think so. Um, so this this story centered around a what is it? Are they Italian family? Same Italian. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, an Italian family. Uh, this brother is trying to kill his sister because the sister is going to take over the mafia, and he doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, so there's this entire lore that they bring out with the the pendants. The yeah. tokens or whatever, markers. Or markers. Right, the markers, and apparently, from what they explain, uh, John Wick to get out of the game had to do some unholy deed for this Italian dude in the past, and well, that yeah. got him out. Now that you say that, in, the, just, in the first one, the Russian guy it. says, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. he got, "I thought the Russian guy was the one that got him out." He said, "I gave you an impossible task," mm-hmm. or, or no, wait. He didn't give it. He said he was given an yeah, impossible yeah, task yeah. and did it. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and and they they tell you he he kills like a bunch of people. Like some, you know, they sent him in with the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the payoff the for pencil. that yeah. is so good. So that good. That was awesome. You see it on the so on the good. desk. And yeah. He's, like, oh, the pencil. <gasps> he's gonna do it. Uh, but yeah, in the first one they explain what he they did. reference it. Yeah. yeah, they do. So, but um, now we know. Who he did it for. Right, right. Which is, again, another really cool thing that they're bringing in more of the story that they already presented. That's right. always a, a sign of good storytelling. Right. It's like they're not just adding something in because they're like, oh, I have an idea. Let's just throw it in. Why not? Yeah. Like it makes sense. It feels like, again, this is titled Chapter Two. So it's really a continuation. Yeah. Like they, they made sure to hammer that home. It's a continuation of the story. Right. Um, anyway, so he, this Italian dude comes to ask him since he's back in the game to do another task for him to work for him again uh he denies it and the italian dude blows up his house yeah dog survives everybody relax um <laughs> i like the misdirection though yeah 
Like the house blows up and you're like, they killed another fucking another dog. Another one, a puppy, another Are you puppy. Serious? Sweet. And then he walks out and you're like, oh, that's <laughs> nice. I'm glad that happened. Something weird. I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but the dog I thought was going to be like with him more in the movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought go companion. Yeah, like they kind of presented it like he was going to be his partner and just yeah. like. Yeah, the more that, that like he just kind of like hung around him, and especially in the beginning of the movie, and then like towards the end, mm-hmm. he's just like right by his side. That dog was a good boy. Yeah, yeah. I wish my fucking dogs would listen like <laughs> that dog. Stay. I want I I want to take my dogs to get trained by like a person who by John Wick, <laughs> by like a person who who trains dogs for movies, mm-hmm. so that I can do that kind of shit. I thought you were gonna say to watch John Wick, <laughs> just be like you do this. Sit. This is how you do it. And then they watch, and they kill each other with pencils. <laughs> oh God! And their little mouths the fucking mess. poking at each other. Um. Anyway, John decides to go ahead and do the task, and it's to kill that sister. He does. Uh, Common is now after him because he was protecting the sister. And the Italian guy double crosses him. Yeah. So that's another crew of people after him. Mm-hmm. And then um. Ruby Rose is just like a bodyguard for the Italian guy. Uh, so basically, the entire rest of the movie is like a cat and mouse game. Well, then he puts a hit out on him, right? For what seven million? Seven million, seven million bucks, and Pushing so out to every assassin in New York City. Right. So he has to make his way through the city to try to get to the hotel again. Yeah. And continental. Yeah, and so that's where everything really hits the fan, and we get this long action scene of him trying to evade all of the assassins which is apparently everybody in New York City seriously uh, we get the the payoff with the pencil scene yes great he, scene he kills like three people with a pencil uh huh oh man pushes him <clears throat> into, into it the into the back of his head yeah. god damn it that's Shoot. actually what I said in the theater I said god damn <laughs> yes <laughs> yes oh man I think the fight coordination was a lot more than than you know the first one, it's a mm-hmm. lot of judo, a lot of a lot more headshots. Yeah, yes. a lot more brutal headshots. There was one where he sh- he put his foot behind a guy's head, and I was like, he might he could have shot himself <laughs> in the foot. Yeah, that yeah, I think yeah, everybody so. thought the same thing. When That's when he had that. him in the triangle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he actually, he, there was a lot of like grappling moves mixed with headshots. Yes. Uh, it was oh man, the whoever the fight fight choreographer is, just sick I mean, bastard, sick fuck. And then he shoots him in the head. And then he shoots this guy in the head. <laughs> They're just like, how are you thinking? Of, I've thought about this a lot. Right, I've so got hundreds of ways to kill guys. Arm bars. The, the, script, arm bar. the script just says headshot, 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 headshot. <laughs> Stabbing, headshot, headshot. Uh, he, um, I was listening to Keanu on some other podcast, not ours. So, <laughs> And they were talking about how he, um, he's a guy who's... I wouldn't say legendary in stunt circles, but definitely respected mm-hmm. for being a guy who can hang. Yeah, basically, like he, you know, I guess it's the norm for action movies and actors to do like maybe three to four moves and then cut, come back, do three or four more moves, cut, come back. That's why you get such um, you get so many cuts mm-hmm. while you're watching a fight scene because it is cut up so much. Right, and that's why this movie it's more visceral because you see you know headshot headshot then he jumps judo toss he rolls with him throws him in an arm bar pop pop that's all one take Mm -hmm. as opposed to you know take cut 
roll, cut, right. roll, cut, shot, cut. Mm-hmm. So it makes it smoother and it makes it like, oh, it makes it way more intense. Yeah. It makes it so much more awesome For sure. to watch that. Yeah, you look at that and you look at like, even stuff from like the Marvel movies, honestly, it's like not usually as brutal it's as good. that. It's, yeah. I think it's more like they shoot it in the style of like a Jackie Chan fight. Yeah, you know? yeah, we saw that that YouTube video yeah. about We're like why Chinese stunt yeah, choreography. Why, you know, why it's so different? Because right. they don't cut. You actually see the punch, and they they transition, give you enough time to register those movements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than cut, the punch gets thrown, and then it cuts, mm-hmm. and the cut is the punch. Yeah. Right. So cuts before the impact, and then you just see the aftermath of yeah. the impact, which isn't as impactful. Um, it makes it made me think of um, the difference between. Uh, Batman Begins and then The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Like when I first saw The Dark Knight, the the one thing that jumped out at me immediately was they pulled the camera back and you saw Christian Bale actually fighting as opposed to in the first one, there's a lot of very up close, shaky cam, cut, mm-hmm. cut, cut, cut. Uh, and you get like a very, it's just like hard to it's follow. It's a blur, yeah. yeah. And I noticed immediately in the second one, like that opening scene when they're in the parking garage and the way he's he's like, you know, he's got the two things on his gauntlets, mm-hmm. and like he can like grab the gun and like turn, like bend the shit. Mm-hmm. Like they pull the camera back so you can see those moves. It's like four or five moves before each cut. Right. And it's like immediately noticeable. Yeah. So I like I like when they do that. Pull it back, and I mean, don't fucking hire these guys who can't fight. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They just are too handsome. You yeah, have it's bullshit. You have to have a handsome lead. Not when we got Donnie Yen's running around. That's true. All of them Donnie Yen's. All of them Donnie Yen's. I don't care how old he is. That dude can go. Yeah. Let him. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Uh. Anyway, so John Wick ends up running into Morpheus. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. And then I had this like split idea. I was like, what if this is like him back in the Matrix? Just yeah. Just jacked back in because yeah. that makes sense. It's just an off story of Neo mm-hmm. just fighting people. <laughs> That'd be cool. Matrix DLC. Yeah, side <laughs> story. Uh, but yeah, no, he he gets like real messed up by the end of his trip. Ends up just talking to a bum who's apparently part of another League of Assassins. Yeah, and uh, speaks to what, what was his name? I don't remember. Anyway, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, Larry. 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 Larry Fishburne. Uh, they end up having a conversation. Apparently, they have a history with each other, and he gives them a gun and tells them where to go, basically to find the Italian dude. Will someone please get this man a gun? Hamming it up like he loves to. Oh, yeah, I love me some Lawrence Fishburne, man. Me too. It's not nearly enough stuff anymore. No, no, not even close. I'd be embarrassed to show my face too if my daughter became a porn star. Oh, God. Ouch. Had to take it there. Yeah, went there fast too. Yikes! She looks sucio. Yeah, not all that. It's not even worth it. It's like if you're gonna do it, you know, do it big. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure she does do it big. Mm. She does big. All right. Big ones. Okay. Um. (laughs) So there's a there's a fight scene, and uh, they end up in this very like uh, Bruce Lee. With all the mirrors, uh-huh. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, actually, yeah, it was like, a pretty like cool a scene. Nod. Yeah. So they have like a shootout there and a whole fight scene and stuff, and that's where John Wick kills Ruby Rose. Uh, she says, "I'll be seeing you," because that's, I guess, the tagline. Yeah. Um, and eventually, the Italian guy runs away, ends up in 
the Continental. And John Wick comes, finds him, and kills him. End of movie, basically. <laughs> right. He gets excommunicated. He can no longer... Excommunicado. Excommunicado. Um, he can no longer have safe passage in the continentals across the world. So he's kind of on his own. Everybody gets the call that John Wick, there's a hit on him. And again, literally like a, a silly amount of people yeah. start to look at their phones and uh, realize that he's on the run now. Yeah, it's a, it's a dumb amount of people. And uh, the manager of the New York um, Continental gives him an hour to run. And then movie over. And that's it, yeah. So Adam just basically recapped the movie. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> I was looking for the wrap it up music while you're <laughs> well, now that we know, we can safely say, and now that you know, you can visualize it. Mm. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Can't wait for the third one. Because like I, like I said, I feel like they're making very good decisions so far on these first two movies. And if they make better casting decisions. Yeah, maybe. I, I have no reason to believe that they won't continue those good uh, choices. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they don't have huge budgets on these movies. They kind of certainly could, though, if they wanted to. Yeah, I, I'm assuming they're pretty successful. I know the first one had a huge buzz, and yeah. the second one people seem to like. I think the so. first one definitely did $100 million. Yeah. This one, this one, I mean, oh, I'm going to check right now. The box office has to be. With the hype... The hype has got to be, you know, enough to push it past that. Yeah. What would you guys guess so far? It's been out for like what a week, maybe two. I think two. What would you guess the gross is at right now? <sighs> oh. I can tell you this: it already outgrossed its first, the first movie. Really? It only needed. It says this. This headline is: it only needed eight days to outgross its pe- predecessor. Huh. I wouldn't have guessed that actually. Well, I guess because it's a sequel. Yeah, and I mean, this one had a lot more hype than the first one going. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I looked it up because I don't like playing your dumb games. Why? Okay. This is fun. Why do you always ruin stuff? Huh? 86 million. Damn. I stole that shit from you. I was going to guess like 50. His budget was 20. That's great. So 86 mil, Wait. and it's only been eight days. That's domestic. Nah, and... that was the first one I lied. Oh, oh. Nah, see, you don't even know how to play the game right. <laughs> ruined it though. Yeah, you did. You certainly did that. Mm. Well. No, oh, I already, I already closed out the link. You look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think this is right. Because John Wick Two says 40, 40.6 million dollars. Yeah, so far that's the domestic gross. But its budget was forty. So they broke even so, in yeah, a so week. Yeah, so they made their money back in a week. Yeah, that's that's big time. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. That means it's for sure going to crack 100 million. Crack the 100. Yeah. And it was, again, I think, partially produced by a Chinese company. So yeah. you know it's going to go overseas. Yep. And it's going to be big over there. Yeah. Big thing. Big thing. Big. So, that's Very good. big. Um, I don't know why I thought of this while we were talking about it, but did you, the, the headlines that... um. Ben Affleck has dropped out of being the director of mm-hmm. the new Batman movie, and they're saying that he's kind of hesitant to even do the movie at all at this point. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's big for the DC universe. What great news! Yeah, what a positive start to that project. Yeah, that'll be a big. They have 
very few things going for them right now, and I would say it's Gal Gadot yeah. and it's Ben Affleck because at the very least, most people said eh, he did a passable job as as, uh, Batman. as Batman and as a Clark or Clark Kent. Uh, uh, Bruce. Uh, Bruce Wayne. So I I know a lot of people that are kind of hyped for um, Lego Jason Momoa. Yeah, but they're, I mean they're hyped because you know he's a good looking guy. He's and, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's, that's all. It. That's all they give a shit. It's about. a big dude. Yeah, that's that's it. It's not like the guy's been like tearing it up in anything else. Yeah. Like I, he's, I mean I I hope he does well because I hope it's a good movie because I want to see a good movie but. That dude right now to me looks he's just overrated. He is no The Rock. I will tell Fuck. you that. No, not even close. Yeah. I mean, sniff the charisma of The Rock. <laughs> Does he have any? He can't smell. I don't know. I only know him as Cal Drago. Cal Drago. Wow. Yeah, and and does he even? I mean, he just grunts and rapes women, basically. <laughs> From what I've read in my extensive that's research, pretty, yeah, that's pretty accurate. You clearly read Game of Thrones. I mean, that's what he does, right? Yeah, pretty he much. He rapes the one girl, and then she gets like Stockholm syndrome and falls in love with him, right? Ka- Khaleesi. That's basically it, right? Sort of. That's basically it. Rapes I mean, a strong you know, word. Let's, but... let's just let's just be for real here. He rapes her. All right. Right. Kind of rapey talk. <laughs> Let's right. not make that a segment, Let's please. Let's go ahead and bounce off of that. I'm okay. just saying. He takes advantage of her. I want to yeah. see Lego Batman. Yeah. Yes. going to watch that tomorrow. Well, I'm working tomorrow. So. Well, that's too bad. What time are you? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> well, that's too bad. I don't know. Sometime in the evening. Okay. Okay. Uh, that sucks, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. It rains. <laughs> what, are we going to watch it outside? Yes. <laughs> um. Fuck. What else are we going to talk about? Um, we were going to talk about PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Ugh. Oh, yeah. You don't know about this, right? You're saying off off camera reporting. I feel like I talked too much in the last segment, so take it away, Marco. Okie dokie. PewDiePie has gotten himself into a little bit of hot water based off of videos that actually have been out for a while. And uh, I guess he posted some that were more recent Mm-hmm. wherein he does a lot of anti-Semitic jokes and they're all done in, according to him, you know, jest. And, you know, the, the point of the jokes is to, um, quote, uh, show the show, show how, reflect the world and, and, and the craziness of the world that we're in nowadays, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't stop Disney from dropping him from their maker studio, their new thing that they're doing with like YouTube and YouTube um, online outlets and stuff like that, trying to uh, get a lot of um, YouTube stars to make their own original content on there. Um, they dropped him because of the anti-Semitic jokes, which is ironic. Coming from Disney, yeah, <laughs> just a little. Drop somebody. This universe jokes. is kind of funny. Yeah, it is. And uh, they dropped him, and then somebody else dropped him. YouTube, YouTube is backing away from him. This guy, it, he has the high. He's the he has the highest subscription rate for a single person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, YouTube is backing away from him. They're like they're they're kind of they're kind of they're a little cold on him. They haven't completely dropped him, obviously, because. I mean, you can drop him from the original content, but I mean, I guess if you ban him, oh, they're not. Gonna, there's no way they're no, gonna ban no, him. No, no, there's no there's way. No I mean, he just way. brings in so much, so many views. He says that he doesn't even make that much money off of his um, his uh, YouTube account anymore. Mm. It's all his like, like the original content that he was trying to come up with, like the YouTube Red stuff and things mm-hmm. like that, is where he gets his money. 
but <clears throat> the actual money from which I don't see how that could be the case. How could he not be making money off of millions of views, even if it's just a YouTube page? It's just him. Yeah, I mean, he totally is. But I, I think he probably got maybe an equal or higher paycheck from the YouTube bread stuff because it's more of a traditional like TV show setup. Yeah. Where right. YouTube okay, and Disney yeah, would give him money to create this show. Yeah. So his whole thing is, you know, he, he feels like he's being unfairly judged by the mainstream media and oh they were after him oh yeah, like, yeah they they, they, they yeah, were after him. they were straight out calling him an anti-semite yeah. and which i mean you know it's it's stuff like that that fuels the fire when when you know people like trump say that that fake news fake news, fake and, news. And all this stuff it when you jump on headlines like that and you try to demonize a person like pewdiepie who i mean the jokes were in poor taste in my opinion like I think one was a bit where he had a guy walk around with a a, a death to all Jews sign and just wanted to see what would happen if he went. I think he went the, to like a rally or something, well, right? The one I didn't see that one. The one I saw was he was uh, doing this, I guess, online program that you could for five bucks. I th- I want to say it was Fire. either in the Philippines or in India, and you would get these impoverished people to do like whatever you want and film it. Huh. So he got the he got two dudes to write a sign that said "Death to all Jews" and hang it up because they didn't speak English, so they didn't know what it said. Oh, maybe okay, maybe that's what I was talking about. Yeah. See, that's you know, it's I get that it's a joke. It's not a very good one. No, and it, like the the entire joke of it was like he was like, I didn't know they would actually do that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, he's sitting there laughing like oh, I can't believe it. Right. Exactly. Well. That's what it was. It's a shock video. It's just not very funny, and I think it seems very four chan-y. Yeah. Oh, that's that's exactly what people are saying. He's just channeling four chan and being like regurgitating these, you know, anti-Semitic jokes that are just done for shock value. Yeah. Like they don't mean to actually be mean to to be mean. Yeah. But and and, and um, <laughs> Maker's Studio. They're supposed to be making family-friendly content, mm-hmm. and so they dropped him, and they used this whole thing as an excuse. But like, he's never made family-friendly content, quote unquote. Like, he yeah. cusses a lot, and and you know, a it's lot of like his stuff is inappropriate. Pre- it's very, like, it's just like teens. Type stuff. Teens yeah. love him. Preteens love him, and, and and so they looked right past the fact that like he was already breaking their rules in the right. first place. And then when he drops these anti-Semitic jokes, yeah, okay. that's enough to push it over. But he, he feels like he's being judged unfairly, and he feels like, uh, as a comedian, quote-unquote, because I wouldn't call him that, um, he comedians should be judged on a different scale, which is to stay not really judged at all, because comedians are really just a reflection of, of society, and they mm-hmm. try to see the lighter side of, of what's going on in right. society. And as a comedian, he shouldn't be held to the kind of standard of like a journalist or like a serious mm-hmm. YouTube commentator or something like that. Yeah, he, he came out with this uh, this video that was trying to kind of defend himself, I guess, yeah. against all these news reports. And he basically said that as a, a person that makes comedic videos on the internet, he feels like anything can be made fun of. He doesn't feel like anything's off limits. Uh, he said that he didn't mean to offend anybody and... Um, you know, he's still like learning how to actually be funny. So I mean, he's a little late in the game to be still trying to learn his jokes. Man, what's okay and what's not? We okay. got our right. solid thing together, man. Titty talk, clit talk, 
You know what Cl- I'm saying? Come on, Clitty talk. Clitty talk. Relax. Clinton talk. Clinton's clit. Anyway. Oh, no. the same thing. Um, oh. <laughs> Clinton talk. It's a... Uh, oh, man, if only there was somewhere that PewDiePie could look up, like, prank videos or, like, tutorials oh. on how to be funny. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. He's just... Can't think of anything. <laughs> it's just the fact that he's not funny. I think that's the difference, really. Because... Well, he's, he's definitely not a comedian. And there's there's people there's people who make the, like South Park makes anti-Semitic jokes all the time. Yeah, and they come under slight fire for just I guess the frequency of them, but mm-hmm. most of the time they're funny. Right. I think that's the difference. I I agree with him that everything is on the table. Everything can be made fun of as long as it's a good joke. It mm-hmm. has to be funny, man. Yeah, I uh, actually saw an article. I think it may have been on Polygon uh, that actually was talking about. South Park. Yeah. In reference to the story. And uh, it's, it's funny. They actually, within that, reference a commenter because their opinion is actually really solid. And they yeah. wrote this entire, you know, paragraph or two about it. Um, and the idea was that, like you were saying, South Park gets away with it because they are good at doing that. Yeah. And they understand how to do parody correctly because right. it's not easy to do parody no. right. No, it's not. Because it's it's a very, very fine line. And, for example, the the video I was talking about before with the, the two dudes that write the sign and uh-huh. showed up, That's if you break it down into its simple parts, PewDiePie is a multimillionaire white guy who paid $5 to these impoverished people to who don't speak English to write a sign that they don't understand what it says. Yeah. Which is then the the message itself is anti-Semitic. Right. So all those things combined and him laughing at it is not funny. Yeah. Like it's funny to PewDiePie. Right. And it, all the other white millionaires probably. Right, but in concept like that is not humorous. Right. Like that does not right. Right. A good I see, joke I see make. what you're saying. Like if you, know? you if you break it down to its parts. <clears throat> Even if you wanted to defend him, yeah, well, part of there's part nothing. Of yeah, there's no punchline. There's mm-hmm. no setup or punchline. It's not a good joke. Right. It just it's simply even if we were fans of PewDiePie, mm-hmm. it's simply just not a good attempt at humor. Right. It's it's cheap. Yeah. Shock humor. Now that being said, I will say the media has been really shitty about this, and looking at the reporting on it, I don't think it's been fair. Uh, I I feel like I really. I really don't think that he is this, like, Nazi, racist, anti-Semite guy right. that they're claiming that he is. Right. His blonde hair is not helping. It's not. No, you know, he, he looks, no. yeah, he looks he, like a poster child for yes. Nazism. Yeah. But, that being said, I really think they're the being unfair. specimen. <laughs> I think he's being, or they're being unfair with him just because they don't understand the internet and the internet yeah. jokes. And that's not an excuse. I'm not saying he's... That has you know that good okay, taste, right. or that that's a good joke. But at the same time, I think they are being unfair. Yeah, and and the other problem is um, he's being picked up by neo Nazis and anti Semites right. as a person who like, hey, this guy's funny. Watch this mm-hmm. guy, and that's no fault of his own. You know, uh, what do you mean no fault of his own? I'm who saying do you think that joke's gonna appeal well, to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, that's true, that's true. Unintended well, consequences. Right, right, the unintended consequences, and, and that is something that he needs to be responsible for, but it's not as if he made the joke to appease neo-Nazis. They just picked up on it, 
he could definitely have come out and got ahead of it and said, well, this is not for you. This was done in jest. I do not support what you guys are trying to do. And I don't think he's done that so far. No, he could have just not done it at all. Very true. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. He made oh, life. no. Fuck no. He's, st- he's still making money. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> still making money. money he'll be and- fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. Even yeah. if they shut all his shit down, he'll be all right. Oh, he's got enough to live off the rest of his life. Yeah. So, I don't even And he's what, like 27? Fuck about that dude. Yeah, he's super young. Yeah. He's made millions of dollars. He's, oh, God. You know what I just think about? The fact that he's made so much money off of just... Well, he doesn't have to keep doing it. You know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy, man. Well, okay, so that, that, that so the show that they canceled was the Scare PewDiePie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all that fucking... It just, he puts himself in situations where people have to try to scare him. Mm-hmm. Makes millions of dollars off of being scared for a living. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well, actually... he reacts and he's funny when he reacts. Uh, <laughs> he never knows what's going to happen. Uh, that's actually exactly what his uh, audience wants. Uh, that's his, some of his highest rated videos are the ones that he's just reacting to a scary video game or something. His audience is stupid. <laughs> Hello, millions of people yeah, on the internet. What? I don't care. How many million? Tons. Don't listen to I, this yeah. podcast. Tons of millions. Tons of millions. Well, listen to PewDiePie's podcast. He's probably PewDiePie. really entertaining. Yeah. With his anti-Semitic jokes. He's a fucking... He's an anti-Semite, and I don't want anything to do with him. God damn it. I'm going to punch that Nazi in the face. Right in his goddamn face. This is America. Judy. He's not even American. Oh. Where's he from? Uh, I think like. Doesn't matter. All right, someplace. In not America'sville. Doesn't matter. Not America, Stan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it 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 is just if he was if if he was funnier, it would it would it would beg the question like what? Funny. It, it's the, it would be funny. What's well, the same old thing of like how far is too far? You know, uh, what makes a good joke? How many people have to laugh for it to be a good joke? Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh. And is that enough for you to, you know, say things like that? Yeah. You know, like like Daniel Tosh, for instance. He's a good that's a good example of a guy who, you know, he that's makes rape jokes example. and and But Daniel Tosh is funny. He's a comedian. Right. You expect that from Daniel Tosh because that's right. who he's established himself to mm-hmm. be. And it's a character and he's established that it is the character. Yep. And anything that falls along in that, as long as it's funny, which he is uh, pretty ninety-five percent yeah. of the time is hilarious. I mean, but even he has gone too far before, and he's had to kind of come back and well, gone apologize. Too far according to who, though? I think he he's realized when he's crossed the line before. Like there, I forget exactly what the joke was, but I think he he has said things before that he's like, you know what, that was a little too far. Sorry about that. And yeah, keep I, it moving. But like you were saying, ninety percent of the rest of his stuff is on that line but still funny yeah like he knows as a comedian he's supposed to be pushing those limits but i feel like he's able to do that more safely because he knows how to do that yeah you know it's it's a skill it's just like anything else you know like i'm not gonna go fight fires because i'm not trained to do that it's dangerous for me to do that i will probably hurt somebody if i do that or myself yeah so therefore, I do not. <laughs> I can try. I can do my best. Maybe Imagine I'll put out a fire. Accidentally catching himself on. Yeah. Him. Starts with his he's legs. Just punching it. <laughs> I can't fight this fire alone. <laughs> <laughs> so much hair. But it's like you know he he gets in trouble for a rape joke, and mm-hmm. then like somebody like Louis C.K. who has like a brilliant rape joke, but it's just it's just the it's like the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like he, you know, no one says anything to Louis because it was just funny, or he just didn't have one person stand up because that's all that happened with Daniel was like one person yep. stood up and was like, "I didn't like that." Went home and wrote a blog about mm-hmm. it, and then it and then it caught fire. Right. If one person had stood up and said that same thing about Louis, do you think he would have come under the same fire? Even I mean, the joke is funny. I mean, he's he's been under fire though. People have, like other comedians have said that he's creepy. Really? Yeah. About Louis? Yeah. Yeah, people have come out and said that like specifically like some female comedians that have, you know, been on the road with him or done shows with him have been like, yeah, he's kind of creepy, he gives off the creepy vibes and like, you know, just said bad things about him which have huh. which have correlated with his more creepy jokes using well, air quotes. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, I mean, then he goes on stage and he makes jokes about how he is a little weird like that. Right. So it kind of lines up with yeah. like maybe they're just catching a weird vibe from him, but he's gotten flack for that. Yeah, in the past. Uh, well, it's definitely nothing like nothing that Tosh has seen. No, or nothing that PewDiePie's seeing right now, or right. any of these other guys who, you know, come under fire for stuff like this. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think it really simply boils down. To, I mean, I, I hate to be the the kind of person who's like, you know, oh, we're you know, America's soft now, society's soft, but. Fuck it, man. We are a little bit. Sack up. Can't 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 take a fucking joke anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just so many people who are ready to jump in front of the the bullet and say it's it's not it's not funny, man. Can't talk about that kind of stuff anymore. Do you guys think that's a good or bad thing overall, though? Because I feel like that that shows social progress. Yeah, it does. Which is better than the alternative, but at the same time, we have to deal with this annoyance from time to time. It's just, it, I just, I fear for we can't just how people, far it's gonna go. Right. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. I mean, I, I, you know, even at at work, you all all have to tone it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine just feeling like you're at work constantly. You can't yeah. Say anything in public that you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that looks like where we're heading. Yeah. Like I, you know, I mean, it's obviously not okay to just be walking around in the mall yelling death to Jews. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. But a person who's like spent the better part of their life honing their craft, and then they make a joke, and it's like, oh, I didn't think that was funny. Oh, so now he doesn't. He needs to. He needs to not have a career anymore. Yeah. He needs to burn in hell. He needs to be castrated in front of excommunicado. Excommunicado mm-hmm. because you didn't like one joke. You know, it yeah. just it, like that's the kind of Who's thing that judge? frightens me. Who's yeah. the judge? I think it should be something. I think it should be a consensus. You know, I think if if you're in a, a room full of people, three or four hundred people, and like two hundred and fifty of them laugh, forty of them chuckle, ten of them hate the joke. Mm-hmm. I think you lose, man. I think yeah. that that I think you you lose. Yeah. You know, I think it should. I think it should be up to society as a whole to say. You know, we, we have to let people continue to do these things. I mean, it's one of the great art forms, stand-up mm-hmm. comedy. It's very important. It is. We need, I mean, just look at look at SNL right now. It is probably one of the most important things on TV yes. right now. It's on fire. Yeah. It, they've been on fire week after week right. so far. And if, if every week they came out and, you know, okay, so I guess you could say that they are punching up because he's the president mm-hmm. and everyone, for the most part supports jokes about the president mm-hmm. but I mean if you talk to say he's not the president right <laughs> if you talk to somebody who's a Trump supporter mm-hmm. they're really offended by this right yeah 
they they see it as being unpatriotic right. and it not supporting America overall because but they're not the consensus and so we tell them to shut up because this is funny <laughs> now if 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 it's reversed and you know a person who is 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 part of the zeitgeist right now one of these hot button issues like if they were making fun of transgender people or something like that mm-hmm. even if it was a good joke they're part of this 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 new thing of like oh you can't 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 do that mm-hmm. you know that's punching down can't do that you never yeah. punch down oh yeah I, I think I remember actually Mark Marin talking about that specifically about transgender people yeah uh, saying like I I can't I can't have a like negative opinion about any transgendered person because it seems like I'm being hateful towards transgender people. Right. I may be misattributing that to Mark Maron. I'm yeah. sorry if I am, but some comedian... Sorry, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> some comedian was talking about that. Yeah, and I, I think that the problem is is that line is so tough to... That tight walk is so tough mm. that... Uh, or that tightrope, I should say, is, is so tough that most people would say, you know what? It's better to steer clear. Yeah, just don't even... Like transgender people, for instance... You make a joke about a transgender person, mm-hmm. and if the joke seems to be too close to this is funny because he is transgender mm-hmm. or they are transgender, then it's no longer a joke about that person. It's a joke about those people as a whole, mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, what are you making fun of, really? And, and it's not. It's, this isn't funny to me. Right. It's just so many, so many landmines you have to dance over to get to a funny joke mm-hmm. now. And only the only the masters should be doing this. Yeah. I'm not saying that everybody should be going around saying whatever joke they want because this is Trump's America. Mm-hmm. I think that the masters should still be able to, you know, say what kind of jokes they want to say. Mm-hmm. Like, like Bill Burr's new stand-up yep. is incredible. I think it's some of the best stuff he's ever done in his whole career. Mm. And he dances. He dances those 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 lines, landmines yeah. a lot. But you know, in the hands of a lesser comedian, a, a a less intelligent comedian, you might have a controversy on your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually, now that I remember, it wasn't um, Mark Mara's Dana Gould. Yeah. Okay. Who had that had that observance? Yeah. But he he was smart about it though, and he would talk about it. And he's like, even though I can say that um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is an asshole, and I think she looks awful, but I don't hate transgender people right just so you know and he should be just, able to say that i just think that she's a terrible person who also killed somebody by hitting them with their car <laughs> right so yeah like <laughs> i didn't i never thought about that but i realized that in that way because of the amount of attention that the transgendered issue was having at the time and still currently is sort of um that that topic and that type of person became completely off limits which right. isn't fair right because equality right everybody can be joked about everyone should be able to be joked about so it's just uh, it's, it's smart it's interesting yeah it just yeah like I said I'm just worried of how far it's gonna go because don't tread on me I'm I'm okay with progression and people you know saying alright where's that music where's that wrap it up music <laughs> well okay Let's move right along then. So, ladies and germs, we did the comma barrel-aged barley wine style ale, the Red Cypress Brewery, and uh, they're playing me off. They're playing me off, but uh, I have a couple more things to say, so just give me a moment. Um, 
Side note, I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. Like, uh, it I love really my mom. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm out. Uh, so what'd you guys think of the combo barrel-aged barley wine style ale? Um, even though it tasted strong, I feel like it was also surprisingly drinkable. Yeah. I drank mine down pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I actually liked it a lot. Um, not the best I've had, but I'd probably give it a solid 4.5. 4.5. 4.5. I thought it was okay. Mm. Not, I wasn't crazy about it. I, when I was sipping it, it tasted a little salty more than anything. Mm. Mm. Um, a little sour. Interesting. Not very sour. A good sour, but I don't know. This is something to it that I wasn't crazy about. Mm. Three point five. Mm. I uh, I think the I think the taste was a well, was a proud time. Uh, well, this has been the one minute <laughs> podcast. It? Thank you guys. Three point five.